folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thank you so much for being there. Whether you're listening over the airwaves at 106.1 FM Nash Icon, on our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app or TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com or EricAsher.com, or again, we're on our podcast, where our podcast, you know by now, is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Join the conversation on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, uh, don't forget this week, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Yeah, that's right. It is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. What a quick week so far. Jeff Duncan, Lowell.com, Times-Picayune, and also... Uh, Fox 8 Sports will be our lone guest. That's uh, tomorrow, 1 o'clock, every Thursday on WLE TV, live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page, and then the free broadcast begins. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on WLAE TV 2, the Deuce, or 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, the world-famous Katie's Restaurant. 3701 Abbeville, block off the Canal Street streetcar line, rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit New Orleans Magazine. That's a perennial ranking. And, of course, you can always catch Scott on the Food Network, uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and, of course, other, uh, you know, kind of a go-to guy now for the media when it comes to... Um, uh, what's happening in the hospitality, the restaurant industry. Uh, you'll see him on, on many news shows. He's cooking um, on, on a lot of the shows as well. So, again, uh, Scott's with us each and every Wednesday here on the program. He will join us as a normal spot uh, at 515. Uh, also, don't forget about uh, Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, just a fantastic restaurant for you. Have you tried it yet? St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair. Great sandwiches. Like, again, they're fantastic muffaladas. What's been called the best hamburger in town. Uh, delicious special sides, award-winning pizza. Uh, family meals that, again, will make you feel comfortable and good about feeding your family. Uh, maybe after a very hectic day of ball and dance and, you know, all the, the clubs are involved with the kids. It's just it's a, it's a hectic time when you're, when you're raising kids and you're trying to give them, a, uh, a, again, a nutritious meal. Stay out the fast food line. Head on over to Francesca. Get those family meals. You'll be glad you did. FrancescaDeli.com is how you find out more. Again, 515 Harrison Avenue, 504-266-2511. And finally, Bienvenue on Hickory. Back open seven days a week for you. Their Sunday brunch is back. They've reworked the menu uh, as well. Contemporary queer cuisine, great southern dishes, fantastic menu for you. And you want to see the revisions? Go to BienvenueHarahan.com. That's BienvenueHarahan.com. Daily specials for you, soup, salad, wraps, sandwiches. Uh, they got a great menu, and it's even better now. That's Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, 504-305-4792. Remember, all restaurants are available to be able to have your next event. All restaurants, again, are catering your next event as well. Uh, SCOT at katiesandmidcity.com to find out about having your next event or catering a restaurant. Catering can have one of the restaurants cater your event. Uh, and that's a direct line to Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef. Sean Bazan will join us at 4.35 this afternoon. And we may have some breaking news out of Baton Rouge. Uh, with my good friend Mike Scarborough. I'm standing by. Uh, he asked me. I was going to try to get him on this afternoon, and uh, he's waiting on this now, this news to break. As soon as it breaks, uh, he'll give me a, a buzz, and then uh, we'll try to fit him in today uh, to discuss what's happening. And i, I got to be honest with you, I have no idea what it is. 
Uh, Mike just told me, he goes, you're going to want to have me this afternoon. Uh, so, again, we'll uh, – We'll, we'll play it by ear on Mike Scarborough, and hopefully, again, if this thing breaks this afternoon, we'll bring him on and let him give you the details of what's going on up, up in Baton Rouge. All right, a lot to talk about today. First of all, the, the Pelicans are back on the road tonight, uh, and they're taking on, again, the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are, um, are, are leading the, uh, the NBA uh, in, in, in terms of uh, 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 wins. Um, they have uh, they got, look, the Pels are, when, when they're at full strength, I'd like to see the Pels at full strength uh, against um, against the uh, uh, the Celtics at full strength, and the Celtics are a really good team. Uh, but I'm talking about full strength uh, guys playing together for a while. When you start talking about the uh, uh, the Pels coming off these injuries, right now Celtics 29 and 12. Uh, they've been dominant at home, 16 and 5. Uh, you know, 13 and 7 on on the road. That, that that's a recipe for success. Uh, seven and three in their last ten. They're on a three-game winning streak right now, and they're playing really good basketball. Uh, the the Pels now uh, in a situation where again, uh, you know, they beat the Wizards on Monday again, still without uh, Zion and Bi. Um, I mentioned to the other day that uh, uh, Todd Graffinini, uh I heard him, I believe it was on Gus's show, uh, say that uh, he felt that uh, uh, Brandon Ingram was on the uh, on the other side of the hump in terms of getting back. Again, these are the type of games you need Brandon Ingram back when you start playing, again, the upper echelon of the NBA. Uh, the Pels are currently in third place in the West, uh, two and a half games out of first place with um, um, uh, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies at 27-13. and 13. Uh, you know, As I mentioned, 6-4 and four over the last 10. They've won, they won their, their last game. They are 8-11 and 11 on the road, which doesn't bode well, but 17-5, and five, that's a record now for the Pelicans in terms of, again, home victories. Um, and uh, they're, again, about three games in front of the, uh, the Mavericks right now uh, for fourth place. So they stand alone in third in the West and, of course, second in, in the um, Southwest Division. Just need to tread water here. Okay, you need to tread water to get these guys back. Valanciunas had a double-double the other night. He played well. Uh, you know, McCollum does his normal deal. Najee Marshall's been playing really good ball in place of, um, of Zion Williamson. So, again, the hope is uh, they'll go into, into Boston and, and really give them a game tonight. And, look, you never know what can happen. It's a very, very talented team, a deep team. Uh, we'll say this, um, you know, uh, they, they need more contributions than just Najee Marshall, uh, Valanciunas, and, um, uh, and C.J. McCollum. So, again, we'll, we'll see how this thing kind of plays out uh, with the Pels. I mean, Trey Murphy's got to be able to uh, be able to score. He had six points the other night. Uh, again, he's in a little bit of a slump here. Uh, again, at least Larry Nance is back. Uh, so we'll see, again, how, the, how this plays out tonight. But it's going to be a very difficult um, uh, uh, place to play, obviously, the, again, the, uh, the, the, the guard, not the original guard, uh, but, the, again, the guard, and, of course, tonight's tip-off, 630 uh, for the Pels. Um, Tigers lose last night to Florida. Uh, they're 1-2 and two in the um, Southeastern Conference. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they pretty much had their way with their um, uh, preseason schedule, um, and I'm, I'm hoping to see them, again, kind of come together. Uh, they just didn't shoot the ball well last night. And, you know, you got to have consistent three-point shooting to be able to win in, in college basketball. So, again, we'll see how this kind of plays out uh, throughout the season. Uh, I said it yesterday. I'm really hopeful that these teams, the three home teams, UNO, Tulane, LSU, will have an opportunity to get into March Madness. Uh, and we'll see, again, how they, again, how they fare in, uh, in conference play. Uh, because um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, going back and in, in just in my memory here, all three teams did not have a real tough non-conference schedule. 
And that really, uh, again, when you start uh, looking and adding it all up at the end of the year, uh, when you're, you're trying to figure out who's going to get in uh, to March Madness, the, the, the preseason schedule, the, uh, the uh, out-of-conference schedule means a lot. So, again, you're going to have to make some hay, all three of these uh, teams uh, in, w- within the conference. So we'll see how that, that kind of plays out. Um, the Houston Texans now have, have joined the Cardinals, Denver, and Carolina as potential landing spots for Sean Payton. Uh, remember, Sean Payton cannot talk to any team until next week, uh, the 17th, so that's six days away. Um, and it'll be interesting to see again how this kind of plays out. Look, I, I talked about this the other day. Uh, the first thing is, it's not what Sean Payton wants. I mean, and that's the bottom line. And I know that, again, he's got great ties back to the organization. But he walked away from the organization at the end of the day. He had two years left on his deal. Um whether he could forecast what he thought was 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 happening, and again with a with a with a roster that was aging a bit, no again legitimate starting NFL quarterback, uh, and and of course uh, the salary cap implications that we're seeing. But look, we've already discussed the salary cap uh, in, in great depth. Look, they have thirty to forty five million dollars over the cap. Uh, I believe uh, at latest with with again the reworking of of the of the deals they've reworked over the last couple days. Um, you know that that that. That cap number's gone up to like $52 million over. But that, that's just numbers right now. You know, they reworked a deal yesterday with Davenport and also Anya Mata, uh, again, with their void years. So, again, that they, they, they won't become a free agent on, until, the, again, the day before free agency. Gives the Saints a little bit more time if they want to renegotiate a deal with one or both of those guys to bring them back, they can. You know, and then that will help them in terms of the cap with avoidable years, right? You know, we'll, 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 see, how, we'll see how that plays out. Look, Anya Mata. He didn't have a great year. He came on toward the end of the season. I wouldn't have an issue with bringing him back at a reasonable rate. Davenport, he's just a bust, okay? I mean, are you going to double down on a bad deal with two number one picks that you've given up and he's done nothing? I mean, I read something the other day which was so true, and I thought about it actually when it happened. He, has, he, he literally, he got, he's, been, he's been tossed out of a game more than he's had sacks. He got, tall, he got disqualified from one game this past weekend, has a half a sack for the season. Uh, and, you know, I, I hear all the analytics about what he does, okay, but he's not putting up the numbers that he needs to put up. Uh, and, and, look, let's face it, uh, Grandison passed him this year, okay? Grandison passed him this year, and that was an undrafted free agent. So we'll see how that plays out. But th- this, is a, this is a critical time for the, for the Saints uh, in this offseason. Um, not just, again, when you're looking at this upcoming draft for the Saints, but, again, what can you get for Sean Payton? And we discussed this the other day. I mean, the bidding starts at, again, what the John Gruden deal was. That was two number one picks, two number two picks, and cash. And I could care less about the cash. That, that, that's, a, that's a franchise thing. In other words, you're not getting the cash and putting it towards your salary cap, so I really could care less, okay? Mrs. Benson's got a boatload of money. She, she doesn't need any more. Uh, but the picks are, are, again, what should be coveted here. Now, remember, you cannot trade players for uh, coaches for players. So there's no way, again, that you're going to say, well, give me the top player off this team and, and, some, and some draft picks. That can't happen. And from a cap standpoint, uh, they may be in a situation where it might be hard to be able to absorb that anyway. Um, as far as the cap goes, again, I, I do believe they're going to be able to get under the cap. 
Uh, we talked about it before. But the, again, the TV deal, and then you add gambling to that. You add to have the digital TV deal. The cap is going to expand over the next few years. They can kick the can down the road for a couple more years. Yes, they won't have as much, much money as other teams to be able to spend, but they'll be able to get out of this eventually. Within the next two to three years, they'll be able to get out of this hole they're in. Uh, but they've got a lot of, of, of uh, veteran players that ultimately, again, they have to make a decision on. And that means dead money if they move on from them, whether they trade them or cut them. So it's going to be a constant cycle until they can kind of work their way out of this debt. So we'll see how it plays out. But for the Saints, and really for Mickey Loomis, who's making this decision, um, it's what, what, can you, what team is going to offer you the most for his services, and where are those teams located? Not geographically. Where are they located in terms of conference and division? I've said it before. I would not trade Sean Payton into the NFC. And I keep hearing about the, the, the Los Angeles Rams over and over again. Uh, and um, tell you what, uh, could you quickly get Mike Scarborough on the phone for me, please? Um, uh, Rudy, please call him right now. Uh, we have some breaking news, and I want him to be able to talk, talk about it. Um, uh, give me just one second, ladies and gentlemen, please. Uh, I'm working on the, on the fly here. All right. Um, so when you look at um, at this situation right now, uh, the Texans can offer the most for Peyton. Uh, they, they, when you look at their draft right now, what they have coming in, um, uh, the Houston Texans have two first round picks this year, the second overall pick, the 12th overall pick. Uh, also, again, uh, the 33rd overall pick, which is a second rounder. Uh, and the 65th overall pick, the third rounder, and then again the 37th, the 73rd overall pick from a uh, third rounder. Uh, so two third rounders, a second, and and two first. Uh, they got their first is is their their own. That's that's again second overall. Uh, the, is he ready to go? Okay, I'm going to stop right here, ladies and gentlemen, because we have breaking news out of Baton Rouge. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is joining us in the program. Mike, you've been sitting on this story all day long. Uh, tell the audience what, what what's what's happening in L- at LSU. Yeah, uh, the former, of course, Tiger Bait five-star quarterback Walker Howard is uh, hitting the transfer portal after one year at LSU. And um, it's one of those deals where there was a little bit of uh, discussion about it in early December once it was realized that uh, Daniels and Nussmeyer would both be back, and that pushed him back even further. And um, I just think he he just saw where the opportunity to – compete for the job and have equal reps as Nussmeyer's with the twos and the ones. Uh, we're not likely going to be there, and they couldn't assure him that they would be there. Uh, you got Ricky Collins, who arrives, uh, on, has arrived on campus at midterm, and then you've got Colin Hurley, the five-star quarterback for 24, that will arrive at midterm last year. Right. And so Jaden Daniels really coming back for another year um, because of the free COVID year really – made it uh, a situation where it was, it, it, it was a good thing for LSU, but it could also be a bad thing for others. And, and uh, he's a casualty. Yeah, he's a casualty. Now, let me ask this, Mike. First question, again, everybody's going to say is, is this a done deal? Is he going into the portal? Is he going to test the waters here and maybe come back to LSU? Or is this pretty much a situation where he's told Coach Kelly, look, I'm moving on. There's a much, too much of a log jam at the um, quarterback position, and I'm going to move on elsewhere. No, I, I don't think that this is a deal where it's going to be uh, just testing the waters. I, I, this has been really, I think, researched, and, and uh, Walker and his father really did their due diligence and, and 
try to figure out uh, the, the scenarios, and it just I, – I, I thought that somebody would leave in May, um, but, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, that the spring mirrors last spring where, oh, you know, where they, they – <laughs> I mean, from an almost useful point of view, if you're Brian Kelly or Joe Sloan, or, or, or you're going to say, "Oh, it, it's so close." I mean, they're 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 both going to play, or right? You know, I I don't think Walker Howard needed to hear that he was going to be the starter. His fear was that he would be the number three guy, which means he would be the scout team quarterback for a second year in a row. Which, if you're on the scout team, you don't participate with the with the offense. Right. You're on a different practice field, going up against the defense every day in practice. So that was his fear, is the inability to, to develop, because you're not really working with Joe Sloan or Brian Kelly mm-hmm. once you get to the last week of August throughout the season. Right. Um, potential landing spots? Uh, I think, you know, everybody's going to immediately, because Jack Besh is at TCU, I would look at TCU, Florida, possibly Ole Miss. Um, I know Auburn needs a quarterback. Florida's uh, big signees, R- Rashada, just uh, asked to be let out of his national letter of intent uh, within the hour. So things are getting very interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mike, is this a, is this a shocker to you? Yeah, look, I, I, anybody that follows recruiting and, and follows Tiger Bait knows that uh, it, because of what I do and cover recruiting, I, I've, I've never filmed a ninth-grade quarterback before. Um, you know, I've been I've been following Walker Howard since the ninth grade, and right. uh, from a selfish point of view, and I, and obviously I got close to him and his family, and Jamie. I you know I really I would have liked to. I wonder what he, I wanted to see what he might look like as an LSU Tiger, and so mm-hmm. there's a personal side to it, but um, I, I think it's excruciating for the kid. I, I'm sure he's just been tossing and turning. Because right. the kid absolutely loves LSU. I mean, they're the biggest yes. LSU family, uh, uh, one of the biggest LSU families out there. I mean, uh, Jamie's one of his best friends has been Bordelon. I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, he's a former Tiger and knee right. deep in it. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I have a friend that that um, uh, that uh, is uh, that knows the Howard family very well. And, uh, you know, they, they love LSU. Their, 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 their thought process all along was, again, for him to be at LSU, uh, you know, be the starting quarterback there, following the footsteps of his dad, et cetera. Uh, but, again, uh, the, the Jaden Daniels thing has kind of thrown a monkey wrench into this now. Uh, I'm yeah, surprised and, the kid and I'm not, I'm not blaming Jaden, though. Yeah, I'm not blaming This is a problem, uh, and I've been saying it on my show every Wednesday night, and we're, we're talking right. about it tonight. That mm-hmm. free COVID year, it really messed up a lot of kids because it, it that's why you've got 23 and 24 year old uh you know fifth and sixth year players playing college sure. football right now mm-hmm. i mean how yeah. old stetson he's, Bennett? isn't he older than joe burrow he's 25 years old he's 25 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it, it, we talked about him yesterday right. and so so what that's done especially the quarterback position it it, it multiple schools around the country mm-hmm. is it's delayed the progression of the quarterbacks. Usually when you're a quarterback, you choose your school based on the relationship with the coach, mm-hmm. what their quarterback situation is, what the opportunity is, you know, and, and, and most pe- most kids are willing to buy their time. It, it's not v- very often that you get a Trevor Lawrence 
is fantastic, uh, is a true freshman. Um, and I think Walker was actually willing, would, would have been fine with being the number two quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. And, right. but, you know, when Jaden Daniels initially signed with LSU, it, it was sold. And, and, and it's what Jaden Daniels told Brian Kelly. And, and I'm going to come for one year and I'm going to go pro. And so when he came back and then Nussmeyer had that second half in the SEC championship game and he was feeling his oats, all of a sudden a scenario came about that Brian Kelly and his staff didn't think would be there where they'd have all of them back. Right. Well, now that, now that puts Walker in a pinch. Walker becomes the, the guy that the, the years don't, don't add up for. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, who knows? Maybe if he would have stayed and, and participated in spring, um, Nussmeyer might have left in May. But I, don't, I, I, I think they, they, they feel that that scenario isn't likely. And it probably wouldn't be likely because they think Walker wouldn't have gotten the reps, uh, uh, the uh, uh, equal quality reps with the second sure. and first team to try and compete to to, uh, to unseat Nussmeyer for number two. Mm-hmm. Right. Understood. Understood. Uh, big blow for the Tigers. Uh, big blow for the for the uh, as you mentioned the Walker fam- uh, Howard family who who again um, uh, are, are, are purple and gold through and through and. Uh, great job, Mike. Great job on the story. We appreciate it. Uh, you jumping on with us and um, and giving us first shot at it. Tell us about your show tonight, where I know you're going to go much more in depth in this, so folks can get involved. Yeah, go to uh, YouTube LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. If you hit the subscription button and the notification bell, as soon as we go live, you'll get an alert sent to your cell phone. And uh, Buddy Sanji and I will talk about it at eight o'clock. Beautiful. And how can folks subscribe to your fantastic site? That's it. Go to TigerBait.com and uh, try us out for $1. If you're an LSU fan, you'll love the product. There you go. Mike, thanks for your time. I know you got some other other uh, uh, stations that want you. Appreciate you jumping on with us first. All right, Eric. Anytime, man. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Thanks again. That's uh, Mike uh, Scarborough jumping on with us. Walker Howard transferring, going to the transfer portal. You heard it, possibly Florida. Uh, again, TCU joining Jack Besh. Uh, again, I'm sure a lot of SEC teams. Look, if you're quarterback poor, you're going to be looking at Walker Howard uh, as, as a possibility of bringing in uh, to be uh, a starter, at least compete for the starting position. So uh, really, really tough news for LSU. And tough news for, again, those of us that, again, love the fact that this is a legacy kid, a kid that wanted to be at LSU, and ultimately circumstances worked out where, again, you know, he decided that uh, it wasn't his best interest to be able to stay even through spring. I thought he would stay through spring and, and try to fight it out. And then at the end of spring, they, you figure out it was either going to be Nussmeyer or, or, or Howard who was going to move on. Uh, the, the problem is, man, again, with today's uh, transfer portal and everything we're seeing there uh, is, you know, you don't to take an account that could be injury, okay, or an opportunity for you to maybe, again, uh, jump someone because, again, they plateaued or not playing well. Uh, you pretty much, again, just you roll the dice and say, look, this is, uh, the numbers don't work for me, and then you move on. So uh, tough, tough, tough news for LSU because this is a quality player. As Mike said, he's been filming this kid since he's in ninth grade, ninth grade. Uh, and we've been hearing about Walker Howard since he's in ninth grade. Uh, so, again, uh, Walker Howard entering the transfer portal will no longer be at LSU. Wow, another, another, more breaking news. Jeff Beck, uh, uh, one of the greatest guitarists in the history uh, of rock uh, has died at 78. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to we're going to talk to um, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. 
Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Famous Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in the city. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, generators, man. I just tell you right now, generators. Uh, you know, Christmas is past you now. Maybe if you didn't give yourself the gift of a generator, you need to start thinking about it now. Uh, not just because, you know, hurricane season is, is just a few months away. In, the, in, in South Louisiana, the grid is compromised. And we all know this. And the power can go out at any time. Uh, I can't tell you how, again, how relaxed I am now doing this show at home, being at home, working, working through the night, okay, like I do uh, to prepare for the show and never have to worry about the power going out. Jason Burkhardt is in charge of the division at Burkhardt, uh, and uh, he will sit down with you, do a consultation. Find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. I can promise you this. He's not going there and trying to hard sell you. Okay, he's no used car salesman. He's a guy that will educate you on what you need to know about generators. And then when you talk about generators uh, from Burkhardt, it's the service. Look, a lot, of, a lot of companies can put a generator at your home or your business. We're talking about a company that, again, stands behind their work. Uh, again, the, the, the knowledge uh, of, again, uh, of generators, but then also the service after the sale and, of course, installing that generator, which, which is critical. At Burkhardt, they'll, they'll promise you a single-day install. They can finance it over time for you. They'll give you a new install quality check after one month, which means, again, one of the Burkhardt technicians will come out to your home or your business, make sure you know how to operate the, the system. Again, they can, do, they can maintain that system for you 365 days a year with a maintenance plan. Also, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to your generator, which means they have the parts that are stocked, the, the parts you need for your generator stocked in their warehouse uh, in Mandeville, ready to be installed in your, in your generator if it fails. Uh, they handle everything for you. It's a one-stop shop. Permits, planning, inspections. There are so many inspections. You don't have to take off work to be there. The Burkhart crew will be there handling everything you need to need for your uh, generator and then placing it in the right spot so that it will pass inspection as well. Hey, increase your property value. Have that peace of mind of knowing that when your neighbor's power goes out, yours is staying on because you have a Generac generator from Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Sean Vazan is next. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Delays are solid on 10 westbound right at Clearview. And then look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just before Orleans to the high rise. Look out for delays solid on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, backups are steady from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents. Howard at South Broad, also St. Charles at 2nd, and Norman C. Francis Parkway at Court Street and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, 
answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com That's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open, all are ready for you to come in, grab a uh, great cocktail. Also, again, uh, fantastic meal. Tonight is steak and martini night. That's, again, a fantastic steak for you. And, of course, uh, martinis uh, with William Grant uh, products, Areca, uh, Vodka Martini, again, uh, Henry's Gin Martini, uh, all part of what they're doing over at Katie's on a, on a Wednesday night. Get over there and enjoy steak and martini night over at Katie's. All right, thanks to Mike Scarborough for jumping on with the breaking news. Walker Howard is entering the transfer portal, will no longer be, again, part of the LSU football team. Sean Vazana, Fox State Sports, joins us on the program as he does each and every Wednesday. Sean, your reaction to Walker Howard uh, uh, leaving LSU? Whoa. <laughs> um, I didn't see it coming. I thought uh, at some point there would be one less quarterback in that quarterback room with the young you know, Ricky Collins coming in and obviously uh, Jaden Daniels returning. Normally you don't have four, um, and I just figured at some point through spring uh, it would probably be Nussmeyer, but uh, apparently um, Walker Howard has taken himself out of the, the mix there, and uh, he's entered the transfer portal as an LSU legacy there, and that's you know that, that's that's one I didn't necessarily see coming this soon. Um, I think the betting odds would probably would have been Nussmeyer, but um, I think it also goes to show you that you know Jaden coming back for that for that what I guess his fifth year or second year at LSU. I don't know if that was the, the necessarily expected plan uh, when he signed on, and now that he's back, um, people are adjusting uh, their um, I guess their their futures wherever wherever they're at. So. Um, yeah, I was I was very excited about Walker Howard coming to LSU. 
saw a lot of him play at the high school level. I uh, thought he would have been fantastic in purple and gold, but um, I guess that that's not going to happen now that he's into the portal. Yeah, no doubt about it. I am surprised as well. I thought he would at least compete in spring and then make the decision there. I mean, I, I thought there was a chance that he might move on, but I figured it would be after spring. I'm a little surprised it's happening now. But, again, if, you, if you're at the point where you've made the decision that, look, uh, that I'm, I'm probably not going to have a chance to be able to play until next year. Uh, and, of course, they got Ricky Collins coming in. they got a five-star coming in as well in 2024. Uh, that at that point maybe he felt like it was better for him to be able to move on and, and be able to start his career elsewhere and, and have the full uh, – so what, he'd have full four years to be able to play if he decides to be able to, to, be able to stay that long. Um, Mike had mentioned TCU. He'd also mentioned Florida as well, maybe Auburn. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, Garland Gillen uh, just reported TCU remains the favorite uh, to land Walker Howard. But anywhere where there's an opening or a, a non-guaranteed uh, starter would be appealing, likely to someone like a uh, Walker Howard. I mean, for him to leave a you know uh, a legacy school like LSU, which is obviously a school he grew up, um, you know, uh, knew, knew a whole lot about. Obviously, at LSU was right. his dad and everything. Uh, it would have to be wherever there's a major program. Uh, starting position is up for competition, and you know TCU uh, just you know with Max Duggan leaving uh, certainly seems like a uh, an obvious fit with Jack Besh going there as well. Uh, right. Auburn and uh, Florida, as as you mentioned, are two SEC schools. So yeah, man, that uh, I, all of that seems like a realistic op- realistic thing uh, because uh, there's an opportunity there, and he want, clearly he wants to compete for a starting position yes. this year. And maybe a two-way competition is better than a three-way competition because I think we'd all agree with Jaden coming back, Garrett, Nussmeyer, and Walker Howard. That's a three-man competition. He walks in probably in third place. And, you know, yep. uh, he wants to start somewhere else where he at least have an opportunity. It's a shame because, again, uh, yeah. uh, the pedigree and also the, uh, uh, the upside on this kid uh, was mm-hmm. tremendous. But, again, it's, it's, the, it's the way college athletics, it is what it is now. This is it. This is what we have to adjust to. No doubt about it. Absolutely. So, um, that, 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 this is the new reality now. And, you know, with, with the NIL plus transfer portal, I mean, you you basically, I don't know if you call it free agency, but it's kind of created that when you add them both together like that with the instant transfer portal uh, and instant eligibility. And uh, you just got to do your best. I mean, I, I can't imagine if you're Brian Kelly, you didn't at least see, you know, with Jaden returning, that at least right. one of your guys are likely going to be out the door. Um, sure. And, you know, you can do the process of elimination, um, mm-hmm. and there's only you, it's not going to be the young kid coming in from Baton Rouge and, and Ricky no. Collins, and so it's be one or the other, Nussmeyer or Howard, and then it looks like it's going to be Howard. Yep, no doubt. Let's talk some Saints. Um, Sean, I just want to just kind of just give you time to expound on what you thought happened this season and what you think needs to happen with this team in the off season. Take it from here. I mean, that's. Well, how much time do we have? I mean, a lot of things happened this season. I mean, we're talking yeah, about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, look, they just to me, um, they misplayed the roster or miscalculated the roster. I think we were all guilty of that because I, for one, said that this uh, this roster is objectively better than it was a season ago. A season that they went nine and eight. Um, they obviously dealt with injuries. Um, but every team that does not win the Super Bowl, one of the top two or three reasons they're going to give you is, is injuries. But that's just life in football. And it, I don't know, and it certainly was significant. You lost guys you were counting on at a very early stage. But uh, I think they were able to manage enough to, and it wasn't like every team you played didn't have their own injuries as well. Um, and then, look, I, I think 
going forward, and clearly you have to you have to get an upgrade at the quarterback position. Um, Andy Dalton was never brought in to be the starter. Andy Dalton, at this stage of his career, is probably more in the mold of a Nick Foles, Ryan Fitzpatrick, where spot starter, release pitcher, tight window, uh, can help you keep things afloat, and still do one or two things in the game uh, to, to give your team a chance to win. But I, when you go over a 17-game season, he's probably uh, going to be give you around 500 ball and 14 starts. He was 6-8. and eight. And Jameis Winston, obviously he got hurt. And I don't know when exactly he was healthy enough to come back, but clearly by the second half of the season he was. They did, they did not go back to him. Um, a, it showed that, frankly, despite somewhat shortcomings with, with Andy Dalton, that they felt like he gave him the best chance to win. And maybe there was some trust issues with Jameis, whether or not they trust him to avoid the big mistake because in those three games he started, he you know he threw a few picks. So, um, But I think Jameis is also at that point in his career where he's going to be uh, his next stop is going to be a backup, and he's going to have to battle. And maybe a, a circumstance arises where he gets to start, and that's just going to how it's how it's going to have to be with him uh, at his, this stage of his career. I don't. I think both guys are they take two different routes to get to the exact same place, and that's pretty average. So you got to figure out a way to upgrade, and then you have to add some pieces to your roster offensively and defensively. Shake up your coaching staff. The, the mistake would be to go into this offseason thinking mild tweaks are needed. Uh, this team needs. Some some big time shifts uh, philosophically and uh, on the roster uh, if they want to get back uh, to the postseason. I agree 100. Um, percent I I take it a little further. I would have liked to have seen a change at the coaching with at the top of the coaching staff uh, with Dennis Allen. Um, uh, you know I think they're treading water here, but that that's my opinion. Um, uh, I, I know I know that most uh, members of the media believe that he, he deserves a second uh, opportunity. Are, are you in that Are you in that camp? Yeah, I mean the way they finished, winning three out of four. I said at four and nine, if they lost out, I went one and three. Then that's a realistic option to fire him. Of uh, whether or not I, I believe he should be fired, I knew they weren't going to fire him uh, once they won three out of four. It's, it's, it's just mm-hmm. not what the organization does. And then you got to understand Agreed. how I how I t- cover the team. And that I, that's kind of how I go by. It's like okay, well I could see this happening. I, I can't see this happening. And for me. Um, I, I did not think that was going to happen, especially when they won the three straight games. And it looked like, at least for the first half of that game, they were going to win the season finale and finish out with four straight wins, eight, nine, little momentum, fantastic right. defense. So I, I didn't think he did enough to lose his job after one year. When you talk about there were 10 coaches, I, I read it from Armando Salguero, 10, co- yeah. first year, hey, co- uh, 10 coaches hired this year, five made the playoffs, two are one and done. Well, he fell right in that middle there, that middle tier of three that didn't, that were neither. So, um, I, I once he got to that, once he got the Cleveland win, I figured he was going to keep his job, and I, I still don't expect him to get fired. The, the, you're right; they they have some holes. Defensive tackle is a huge hole for this team. Uh, again, they could use some more defensive ends, depending on what happens there. I think the offensive line again. Uh, we go back to something you and I discussed a long time ago with, again, having Breeze behind center, making the line calls, getting the ball out quickly uh, with his pre-snap reads, maybe covered up uh, maybe some of the uh, the warts on that particular offensive line. That line now is, again, often injured, uh, underachieving at, at times. Andres Pete, uh, may, maybe, again, uh, a cap casualty. Ramshek is a guy that's been now injured. How long, again, can, can he go? Uh, I, I'm still not uh, sold on McCoy. Uh, I'm sorry, not McCoy, 
but uh, but Ruiz at, at the guard position, uh, and of course Herskin is a backup, and you had him as a starter. Penning now has not one but two foot injuries that have mm-hmm. that need to be surgically repaired. Uh, so I think offensive line has got to be you know one of your priorities going into this off season, as well as again what you're going to do at the quarterback position. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that I mean, we, we can do more. We can say they need a second running back. They need a big-bodied receiver. Uh, depending on what happens in yep. the safety position, you can use another safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. we're adding up some positions now. Uh, so if you got four, four or five or six position needs, you probably got to double that in terms of the players you bring in because you got to add the play, the starter and the depth. I mean, we're talking about mm-hmm. starting issues, not just depth right. issues now. So you're talking about front line and backup. So yeah, I'm right there with you. It depends on how that shakes out uh, with the offensive line. I think Andrews Pete. Despite his high dead money hit, you'd still come out on the plus side in terms of cap uh, space if you were to let him go. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some sort of True. thing where you can ask for ask him to take a pay cut. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think, I mean, he is just good enough, Eric, to be a starter, to be a starter in the NFL. He is just yeah. good enough to be a starting offensive lineman in the NFL. But he's often injured, wildly inconsistent. I think you almost forget he's there. Um, and mm-hmm. yet here he is, what? eight years later, so I could see that being yeah. a, a decision they make. Um, you mentioned Penning. It's unfortunate with the Liz Frank injury because I thought he was doing some good things. I thought he played well uh, on Sunday. Um, I, I think Ranchek's in there, is in their plans. They'll probably rework his contract to, to create right. more space. McCoy's got a roster bonus, too, that'll probably get converted into a signing bonus. You know you know the trick. We, we know it by now. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's – you could probably list, like, five or six legitimate – Big time needs uh, on this team going into the off season, and that's a lot. Um, and that means you're going to probably that pro- it's probably going to net you somehow ten, eleven, twelve newcomers that you bring mm-hmm. into the uh, to the fold uh, just in that alone. Uh, I agree for those positions alone. So that, there's a lot of work to do. I agree, and especially again, look, quarterback is essential. But some of those offensive defensive lines, Saints got gashed on during the run, uh, against the run this year, and again, they weren't able to uh, to uh, to consistently open up uh, holes in the running game, nor again protect the quarterback for the most part. And then look, it was it was a constant shuffling of players in in and out because of uh, because of injury, and and that's got you, that that's not a band aid. You have to fix those lines. That's the key. That's what they went after. And then they look, that's where some of their busts have been when it comes to the draft as well. That's where the two biggest busts have been of the Ireland era, frankly. I think I, right. I went through the no draft doubt. picks of Ireland since 2016. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But his two biggest busts are uh, Marcus Davenport and Peyton right. Turner. I mean, those Peyton are the two Turner. biggest busts. And it's at the same position. And it's, 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 it's the insistence on prototype at that position yep. that I think has caught them a little bit. Uh, it, it has worked in just about every other position, it feels like, but that one. So I, I think that's going to have to be addressed as well because how can you realistically count? Even let's just say Marcus Davenport doesn't return next year, which I think is a strong possibility. Can you count on Peyton Turner? I love the growth of Carl Granderson. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he a franchise cornerstone or is he a complimentary piece? Well, if he's a complimentary, complimentary. piece, you probably need to get uh, another defensive end, which is a premier position. Mm-hmm. So, And then let's not forget, Cam Jordan is, will be heading up to what year number thirteen if he returns right. next year, so you're, that that could become a problem really quick. And I look, I know that's that seems to be the line of scrimmage. That's where Jeff Ireland likes to live in terms of the first round, in terms mm-hmm. of pick, making those picks. So I, I have no doubt he's done his research there, but um, uh, that that certainly is something. And, to and watch I, I wonder how much of an influence Peyton had there as well. Okay, on those exactly. players. Exactly. And look, right. 
the one defensive end they got right, they let go. They let walk in Trey Hendricks. Right. So Hendricks. that's got to right. be – they've got to figure out the right mix and match there because that's certainly something that's got to be upgraded. All right. Um, Arizona's in the mix. Houston's now in the mix. Uh, Carolina would like Peyton to be there. Uh, Denver. Uh, again, there's some talk that if uh, if uh, the Chargers and and the, and the Cowboys lose in first the first mm-hmm. round, they may be looking for for a new coach and want to get Peyton in there. Uh, look, I said it again. The bidding starts at, at the Gruden trade. Uh, where do you stand on this? To me, you don't get to the front door without a first round pick this year. I don't I don't want to hear anything about next year's first round pick. Absolutely not. Get out of here with all that. I, first round pick this year is the starting point. Um, and depending on where you fall in that first round, then that'll dictate the other the other picks that would go uh, into such of a move uh, for Sean Payton. Arizona obviously has the highest. Uh, would they be willing to part with the third overall pick? You know, Denver I, I ends up with with it, it's Miami's, but it's actually San Francisco's pick, so it yes. could be somewhere in the late twenties. It is um, in the late twenties. Yeah, and then Dallas and, and the Chargers are, are in the playoffs. So that's going to be in the twenties at the very least. Um, but I can see both those franchises being so we're a head coach away from winning a title, uh, being willing to uh, you know sacrifice and what you know give up what they want, right. what whatever the Saints want in that scenario. But to me, the team I keep circling back to, I said it on the show, I will say it here. Yep. yep. Uh, the Houston Texans. There's I mean, no doubt. First round picks. Um, that that organization has had some issues, but if you read some of the reports out of there, they've just let the wrong people in those locker rooms and had influence and. You've had two coaches that are one and done. It sounds like this owner is now kind of hopefully done with the BS and may mm-hmm. want a strong, you know, strong-minded head coach. So, right. And I can see that 12th overall pick being very enticing, especially when you consider it's a high second-round pick right. for the Saints. You can package and move up and get who you need to get. Mm-hmm. So, um, to me, that's my mystery team. Uh, that's the, it's the Houston Texans at this point. I'm with you. I was, I was just going through when Mike Scarborough jumped in with the breaking news. First overall, uh, their first pick is the second overall. Then they got Cleveland's pick as the 12th. Their pick is the their second round pick is the 33rd overall. Mm-hmm. Then they got the 65th overall in the, in the third round, and then the 73rd overall uh, from Cleveland. And then remember, they got Cleveland's first round picks next year as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of first round picks with Houston that again that maybe Peyton could go there, still have a a, a first round pick to deal with, but you could get mm-hmm. those future first round picks for him, including. A Again, the twelfth overall pick this year. Absolutely, that's why. And and again, um, their TM is, is is pretty respectable. Uh, he, he's a guy that that uh, I think it's his first year and was his first season in Houston. But yes. that's, he's a guy yes. who came up the Belichick uh, Patriots mm-hmm. system. He's pretty well respected uh, around the league. It's his first year there, and I could see you know um, that happening. I, I could see that being. One of the more it, it, it checks a lot of boxes. Yes, it does, um, and, and and it almost mirrors, I guess, in a different way, a different set of circumstances. But you know, in 2006, the Saints had the second mm-hmm. overall pick, kind of a franchise in shambles, yep. if you will, just for a different reason. And I can almost see that par- be you know being the parallels there. I, mm-hmm. I seem kind of desperate to get out of the funk they've been in for the last few years. So yeah, yep. that's my team right now. I'm with you. I'm, I'm there. I did the research last night, and, and when I came back, I came back to Houston. I mean, this is the that to me, that's the best spot for the Saints. I don't know if it's the best spot for Peyton, but it's the best right. spot for the Saints because of what they can get. Uh, always a pleasure, my friend. I wish we could have got more into the coaching. We'll try to do that next week. Um, uh, I want to tell the folks quickly, i got 30 seconds. Uh, again, how far, all, the, all the programming at Fox 8 and how folks can follow you on social media. At Sean Vazan, Fox 8, we just dropped another podcast. Uh, Basilios, my producer, and I, 
Uh, went through the Saints' different quarterback scenarios, so download that. Tonight we have game plan, a season wrap-up uh, at 10.30, and then on Sunday we have the final play at 10.30 as well. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Check with you next week. All right. That's Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the City, Francesca by Katie's on Harris Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Save now on appliances and more at the Truckload Event at Lowe's. Get an additional 10% off all in-store clearance appliances and take home what you buy same day. Plus, get more store-wide savings on brands like Project Source. Get a 15-quart storage tote for free when you buy a 66-quart storage tote. Shop the Truckload Event in-store or online today. Exclusions apply. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Buy item 5216021. Get item 5216022. Valid 15 to 111. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Saturday night, head to the Jefferson Performing Arts Center for the Party for the Performing Arts, featuring dinner, live music, and a Saturday night fever disco dance party. And for great entertainment, don't miss Noel Miller at the Fillmore this Sunday evening on his Everything is Effed Up Tour with comedy, rapping, and much more. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, Pick up the new issue of Where You At Magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Or visit us at whereyat.com. 
Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, AC breaks down. You need, again, help with your heater. Uh, again, I, I, I'll tell you the, the company. It's pretty easy. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, we'll be there for you before and after the sale. Looking for, again, a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Mike Scarborough with breaking news in our first hour. Walker Howard has entered the transfer portal. Will no longer, again, be attending LSU. Um... Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. This is Scott Craig, celebrity chef, joins us in hour number two. Don't move. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958 offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com.
Welcome back, hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Our digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. On the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Also, again, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And join the conversation on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Pardon me. Uh, and uh, what a night to go out to Katie's. It's going to be a nice night for you to enjoy a great meal. Tonight's steak and martini night. Can't get any better than that. Hendrix martini, uh, Rekha Vodka martini, uh, and a fantastic steak. Of course, again, Mama Mary's meatloaf may be left uh, from... Um, uh, the special board from lunch. The beautiful thing about Katie's is uh, that special board changes from lunch to dinner. Always, again, your great favorites. Uh, the menu out- outstanding. And, of course, world famous. 3701 Iberville uh, at North Telemachus. And um, I'm sorry, 3701 Iberville, open seven days a week. Rated number one neighborhood restaurant uh, by Gambit New Orleans Magazine. Featuring the best of Food Network's diners, drivers, and dives. And, of course, a Sunday brunch that will make the angels sing. Got to get out of there. Have you tried a Sunday brunch? Look, you may think you've, tra- you've had a great Sunday brunch in New Orleans. You haven't had one until you've had a Katie Sunday brunch. Lunch and dinner specials every day. Uh, award-winning pizza from the Brooklyn Stone Style Pizza Oven. Man, I'm just telling you, fantastic. Also, again, uh, uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory, all part of the Katie's family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal. Uh, Bienvenue is now open seven days a week for you. Their Sunday brunch is back. And I'm telling you, if you've not tried Francesca, you are missing out. The family meals, the daily specials, the delicious sides, poor boys, muffaladas. Uh, I'm just telling you, it, it is a St. Louis style, uh, style deli with New Orleans flair, but Absolutely fantastic. Okay, breaking news. We have this for you first. Uh, Mike Scarborough had been working on this story all day long. He got the go-ahead. Literally put it on TigerBait.com and, and text me. Uh, and jumped on the radio with us immediately. Uh, Walker Howard is transferring from LSU. Uh, again, a um, uh, situation where, again, he felt there was a log jam at the, uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, the uh, possible potential landing spots, TCU joining Jack Besh. Uh, Garland Gillen, if you heard, heard Sean Vazan earlier today, uh, saying that Garland Gillen is saying that is the uh, uh, logical spot for him, but also Florida, Auburn, and the SEC. Look, any, any uh, university, top university that has a quarterback opening is going to be looking at Walker Howard. A five-star, uh, again, the kid was said to be a prodigy. Um, and uh, ultimately this comes down to Jaden Daniels wanting to stay for, for another year. And, uh, you know, it comes down to, I guess, you know, how do you feel about that? I mean, again, would you rather have one year of Jaden Jaden Daniels or possibly three years of Walker Howard? And if you're asking me what I think, I'd rather have the three years of Walker Howard. And you can say, well, man, Jaden Daniels played so well for this team. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, Jaden Daniels has got to get better next year. 
He's got to be able to work the middle of the field. Uh, again, uh, uh, he, he made up for a lot of his deficiencies with his legs. I'm not knocking him. He played well. Uh, that's one of the reasons why LSU, again, was able to go and win 10 games last year because of Jaden Daniels. But when I'm looking at the future, again, again the short-term future, uh, of, of this program versus the long-term future of this program, uh, I'd rather have Nussmeyer and Walker Howard competing for that starting position than to have one, a one-year flyer with Jaden Daniels, who, again, if he gets hurt, well, then you just lost Walker Howard. Uh, you know, and, and, he's, and he, you, you could be playing against him. Because remember, uh, Billy, uh, Napier went, went hard at, at, uh, at Michael Pratt, and it took NIL money and his allegiance to Tulane to keep him in that Tulane. Uh, it was supposedly, again, it was a, it was a fait complete done deal. He was either going to go to Florida or Notre Dame, and Florida was the, uh, was the, was the odds-on favorite. Uh, I got to believe that there will be a real push, especially, again, him coming from Cajun country uh, with Napier trying to get him over to Florida. That means you've got to face him for the next few years as well. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. TCU, obviously, again, with, with an up-and-coming program, uh, runner-ups in, in, the, uh, uh, in, um, in college football this year. Uh, we'll see how that, that plays out, if that, that might be a landing spot. Uh, if, if that happens, at least you're not seeing him every single season, every other season uh, here in the SEC. So, so that would be a good thing. By the way, congratulations to Tulane Green Wave, uh, ninth in the country in both the AP and the coaches poll. LSU was 15th in the coaches poll, 16th in the AP. I'm a little surprised by that. I thought LSU would be at least around, around 12th. Uh, I really thought I think 16 and 15 is a little bit low. Uh, and, and, again, I was looking at the, at the – um, uh, at the standings, la- at the uh, uh, the final standings last night, uh, in, in the poll, and and I'm, 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 I haven't changed again. You know, Utah and um, uh, uh, what was it, uh, um, uh, Kansas State, uh, Florida State, and there's one other team. I'm just going to top my head that were ahead of them. Uh, I'm telling you right now, today, if they had to play, they beat every one of those teams. Uh, but again, uh, the voters saw it different. Tulane, uh, Tulane at nine. Uh, congratulations to them on a great season. I thought they'd be a top ten team, and uh, LSU comes in at fifteen and sixteen respectively with the AP with the coaches and AP poll. So congratulations to both uh, of those schools on a fantastic year, and and, and the future's bright for both. No matter what happens, the future's bright uh, for both going forward. Uh, Tulane now getting that Fear the Wave collective together, where, where, again, they've got now money coming in from all over the country, filling that up uh, to help them, again, with facilities, but also, again, with, with NIL, uh, to be able to pay their players to kind of compete, especially to be able to compete in, in, in the American. I told you before, Texas San Antonio, I'm not saying it's a sleeping giant. I'm saying they put money into their athletic departments. Okay, they, again, they they more money than, than Tulane does, better facilities than Tulane has. And, uh, you know, everybody's saying Tulane, I'm myself as included, Tulane's going to dominate the, 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 uh, the conference. But when you have the money, the wherewithal, to be able to pay the players in today's world, you're going to have a leg up. Uh, Tulane is quickly closing that gap now with the Fear of the Wave Collective piggybacking on that Cotton Bowl win. And, look, LSU has done, done, done a great job in, in getting their, their NI collectives together. Uh, money's not an issue at LSU anymore, uh, and we already know the facilities and, and, of course, the head coach. So between the both of them, again, uh, uh, really have uh, high hopes uh, for both. Uh, the, uh, the Pelicans are in, in Boston tonight. Uh, again, uh, Brandon Ingram and also Zion will not play, so, again, they'll continue to play with, with, without their two superstars. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, Boston's the best team in the league right now with the best record. Uh, they got the best home record in the, in, in the league and one of the best, if not the best, uh, uh, record on the road. Um, 
the hope is, again, they'll continue to play hard as they have, and I, I think they will. Najee Marsh has been playing out of his mind. They got a double-double out of Valanciunas the other night. And, of course, uh, C.J. came in after a, 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 a rest uh, against, I believe it was against uh, Dallas uh, and really played well. So let's hope. Uh, they can go in there, give them a game. It's a 6.30 tip here in New Orleans uh, in, in the garden at Boston. And um, yesterday the Saints made a quick move in terms of, of, uh, of, of uh, really kind of a salary cap move uh, in, in moving the, the – uh, doing some voidable years and moving Anyamata and Davenport's um, free agent date to right uh, to the begin to the uh, I think it's March 14th, which is the day before uh, free agency starts. He was they were set to be a free agent, I believe, next week. Both of them gives the Saints a little bit more time and a little more more time in terms of cap maneuvering to be able to open up some cap room. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm not in favor of Davenport coming back. I would take Anyamata back uh, at, at a at a good price. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, let's bring him on. So let me chef Scott Craig again of Katie's Francesca by Katie's. And also, Bienvenue on Hickory. He's with us each and every Wednesday. He's been chomping at the bit. Uh, he disagrees with a lot of the things I've been saying over the last couple of days. And he just found out about the Walker Howard thing. And he's fuming at this point. Uh, the celebrity chef joins us on the program. Scotty, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, you couldn't have said it any better. I'm fuming. Um, I'm all right, man. But this is exactly why I didn't want Jaden Daniels back. I thought we had seen what Jaden Daniels could do. He did a great job for LSU last year with the offensive line we had. It gave the offensive line time to mature, and and I realized that 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 he did a great job and and won ten games, and, and that's all fine and dandy. But losing Walker Howard is about the worst thing that could have happened, and I thought it would be nuts fine, but. You know, I, I'm just a believer in the natural progression of things. Mm-hmm. And with the offensive line intact and as good as it is now, I right. think it's time to go with a, with a better quarterback that can throw better. And um, this is what happens. And I hate this transfer portal crap. I, I'm, I'm, I'm real disappointed right now. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to understand why. I think a lot of Tiger fans are. And look, I just said it, Scott. What you're really, what you're weighing here is again one year of Jaden Daniels versus three, maybe four years with Walker Howard. What's better for the long-term program for LSU? Exactly, and um, I, I, I was praying that Jaden Daniels would go pro, but uh, you know, this is just about the worst thing that could have happened, and um, I think you know. It's kind of pathetic on Walker Howard's end because why wouldn't he want to compete for the job? If he's that good, he should be the starting quarterback at LSU, no matter who is coming back. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he would get a fair shot at that, you know, you know, thinking what I think of Brian Kelly. I, I, I think he's he's been great for LSU and will be great for LSU, but we just lost the future. And um, understand, you know, I was in a, a meeting for the last two hours with our accountant, sure. and this thing popped up, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is exactly what I didn't want to happen. And, right. You know, it's just, um, you know, Alabama's looking for a quarterback. I mean, you know, what if he goes to Bama? 
or Florida. No, that's I mean, a possibility. I think Florida's a real possibility. Napier, again, his you know? ties to ULL. Uh, they Again, Walker Howard's from the Lafayette area. Uh, obviously grew up a Tiger, but that could be a possibility too. You may want to compete in the FCC. Now, again, um, uh, Garland Gillen is reporting that, uh, that TCU is the odds-on favorite. Jack Besh went there. Uh, obviously, again, uh, Dunning uh, is um, is moving on. Uh, so, again, there's, there's, there's an opening there. But uh, remember, Florida went hard, and I mean hard, after Michael Pratt. And it wouldn't have been for the NIL coming together with the Fear the Wave Collective. More than likely, he probably would have went to Florida for his final year. And now you get a chance to be able to go and get a Walker Howard and have him for four years. Um, uh, if I'm Napier, I'm pulling out all the stops. And supposedly they have a nice collective over there as well that can offer him some big-time money through their NIL. Yeah, and the problem is I don't think LSU does. And, um, Actually, they're, they're not bad right now. Again, I, I read an article recently that talked about uh, the collective, that the collective has come such a long way since Brian Kelly came to to, to, um, uh, to, to, to LSU. It was just the, the lawyer at one time that was really the guy that was really pushing it. But, again, uh, for, uh, uh, break-offs of the TAF, individuals that have had deep pockets that have helped LSU for a long, long time, uh, realize that, again, that it's more than just the TIF now, TAF now. They have to get involved in these collectives. So, again, I'm not saying that they're right there with, again, the Texas A&Ms of the world who have, again, money to burn. But, but again, they can hold their own in the SEC, which is all you're asking for. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they haven't pulled out all the stops to try to keep Walker Howard. Mike you says know? he doesn't think so. Mike says he's gone. Mike says at this point there, there is no, you know, dangling out there and maybe testing the waters and be coming back. Scarborough said on the show as soon as it broke, and he had had this story all day long and, was, and had to hold off on it until, again, the Howards gave him the okay uh, to be able to announce it. Uh, and then he jumped on with us immediately, and he thinks that, again, it's a done deal. He's not coming back to LSU. This is not a, this is not a tiptoe in the water thing to see, again, who might be interested. This is, thank you, LSU, I appreciate it, but I'm moving on. Oh, man, it's just. It's tough because, again, what you're doing, again, is you're weighing one year of Jaden Daniels, who, again, if he gets hurt, then, again, that's out the window, right? Versus, again, three to four years with Walker Howard, either competing for the starting job or being the starter. Hopefully you still have Nussmeyer. Well, I think that okay. Nussmeyer's going to stay because he knows he's a heartbeat away from – first, he's going to get a chance to compete for the for the, for the the starting position. Uh, and you – know, um, you know, so I, I don't think he's – I would have thought that Dustmeyer, as you said, would have been the one that might that might have gone, okay? Um, but obviously, again, that's not the case. You know, all of this is because of that clown receiver booty, you know, saying he was going to stay, and, and now he's leaving, and we lose Jack Bash, and now we lose Walker Howard, I mean – well, I don't know. Uh, How can you blame that on Booty? I mean, again, you know, I mean, he's gone now. I mean, if anything, because, it's, it's 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 Daniel's it's Daniel's decision because, to come back. Yeah, that's what that's what. Because maybe if Bash had stayed, if Booty had left and Bash had stayed, maybe they'd still have Walker. Oh, out. you're talking about the the, the 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 friendship between those two going back to their exactly, their high school. Yeah. Okay, I I see I see where you're going with that. I think it's about playing time, man. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any guarantee he ends up at TCU. Um, I think there's more of a shot he ends up at, a, at an SEC school. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you want to play. You want to play at the highest level in football. Uh, the SEC has dominated football. I mean, again, another national championship for an SEC team. Uh, 
you know, why would you want to play in the best in the best conference in the, in the best league, maybe in the in the best division in college football? So why? You know, we'll see. He can, go, he can go to TCU and blow it up. True. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, man, I'm just that's the worst possible news. Yeah, it is. It is frustrating. I got to be honest. I'm, again, I, I didn't see it coming. But I knew something was up when Mike and I were trying. We're talking earlier today, and I was trying to get him on the show at 4:15. He goes, "E goes, I'm going to be there for you, but I got a story that's breaking. I can't tell you what it is." He goes, "But as soon as it breaks, I'll text you and I'll jump on." And I see. I said, "He goes, it could be any time between you know four and six. So you know, um, we just we we stood by, and of course the the news is out now, and Walker Howard will be playing elsewhere, and that's 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 tough. Now LSU does have a commitment for another five star in 2024, and. Um, so, again, the beat goes on. I will say this, and I think you made a great point. Talking about um, Collins? Uh, no, no, Collins is already in the fold uh, uh, for, for yeah. this year. I'm talking about 2024. But, and I was just looking up to try to find the kid's name so I could, I could throw it out there because Mike mentioned it a few minutes ago. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think you made a great point, directly or indirectly. Uh, what the transfer portal does is stymie, again, the ability to be able to compete. If you're Walker Howard, why are you not willing to come in and say, you know what, I'm sticking to at least spring, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to win that job. And then at that point, let the chips fall where they may. Uh, and and that's, that's to me, is the most disappointing part of this. Again, they, look, yeah. stay through right, spring, see. give it your best, and then if, you're not gonna, if that doesn't work out, move on. Honestly, it's just what young people are today. Amen. You know, they don't stick to anything. They quit. They go on to the next thing, and it's just – it's what young people are today. And, and, it, and it's just sad, man, because it's not the way we were raised, Eric. Oh, I agree, you know, 100%. We, we were raised to, to fight for things and, and, and win, and, you know, and it's just I'm, – uh, I'm devastated. Yeah, I, 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 I think a lot of Tiger fans are. A lot, of, a lot of Tiger fans are right now. And, again, it comes down to this. Again, when you put it in, you're weighing it out. Is, what, was it worth one year more of Jaden Daniels? And if you don't get a national championship with him next year, as opposed to three to four years with a guy that's supposed to be a prodigy. Now, we'll see this. I am, if he's as good as everybody said he was going to be, how come he couldn't beat out Nussmeyer or Daniels over the last couple of years? That's, you know, I understand that I Kelly wanted to go with a veteran quarterback this year coming in, but I'm saying all bets should have been off for the upcoming spring where everybody had a chance to be able to start. You know, in the little bit we saw, I mean, we didn't get much of a sample size. You know, I mean, you know, even in the bowl game, he didn't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He was handing it off. Right. You know? Winning, a couple you know, times, but but yeah, not, you really couldn't see him really again to see what he could do under pressure, etc. No, I'm with you. Whereas, whereas again, we saw Nussmeyer a couple times, and he got better. Nussmeyer got better. Yeah, he did. You know, well, but it is what it is. It is what it is for sure. Hey, I want to give you a little compliment here, Scott. You know, you're always talking about Brother Martin High School, and you know, I'm, I'm a Cavalier. And I had a very, very dear friend of mine this week talk to me a little bit about, about uh, his son who's going into eighth grade uh, and had a chance to either go to our mama, our alma mater, again, uh, De La Salle, or, 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 or to Brother Martin. And, again, one of the things he told me was when he, when he was weighing both schools uh, for his son, you know, and his son obviously had gone into eighth grade next year, was, again, that Brother Martin <laughs> blew away every school that they went to, uh, you, you know, in, in terms of uh, uh, clubs, the uh, the extracurricular activity, 
uh, obviously oh, yeah. the teams, education, uh, you know, what, what the, uh, everything that they had for, for the kids. You know, I, I give you a hard time, my brother Martin, all the time. But I was amazed to get how, again, this is a guy that bleeds maroon and white, okay? Bleeds maroon and white. And, and and ultimately is going to send his kid to Brother Martin. And I was blown away. And I told him about, you know, how much I tease you about Brother Martin and, and you and Gus, you know, again, uh, either on or off the air about that. But I want to give you I want to give you some props here. Uh, you know, there's a reason why, again, a lot of a lot of uh, of of parents of my generation uh, have been sending their kids to Brother Martin. It's, you know what? I'm proud of Brother Martin. It's great school. And, you know, there are over 80 clubs. Um, there's something for every young man. It's a very diverse school. It's getting compared the most. Um, it's, uh, it's just run by amazingly great people. You know, it's why I'm on the alumni board. It's why I get so much to school. Um, it's, uh, you know, they did a great uh, job. You're breaking up on us, Scott. I don't know if it's a bad connection. No, you there? Okay. Yeah, now we Okay, that much better. No, again, yeah, right. everything you're saying, he echoed. I mean, he did. And, and this is a guy that wanted his son to go to De La Salle. But, but ultimately, again, decided that Brother Martin was the best place for him because of everything that was offered to him and, and, and the welcoming of, of, of again, the, the, the school as well. Um, you know, I was surprised because, again, you know, that's always been in the plans for his son, you know, since he was born. He was going to be a Cavalier. And ultimately, now, again, uh, he's going to be a Crusader. You know, I did that really quite a compliment, man, and, um, you know, I know that the people at Brother Martin really try to to find great young men to come to the school, and, and you know, they have a saying that they, they teach young men how to be Brother Martin men, and, um, you know, I'm one of them, and, and I'm really proud of it, and I think that the way I live my life today has a lot to do with the way Brother Martin taught me. And I watched my son, who is a senior at Spring Hill now. Um, he graduated in, in 19, and he's just done so well at Spring Hill, which is a tough school. Yeah, no, it is. definitely is. There's no doubt. That's not an easy school at all. That's for sure. I just want to throw that out to you, Scott, because, again, I tease you a lot of my brother Martin, and I will continue to do that. But, uh, again, it really, really struck me when, uh, when, when somebody that I really know and, 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 and know the values of that family and, uh, again, what and was tough for him when he was telling me this, that, again, he's, he's sending his kid to Brother Martin, but, again, was happy to do it because, again, of, of, again, how they impressed him for the future of his son, no doubt. Scotty, let me take a break right here so we stay on time. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk some Saints. We'll talk a little about the restaurant. We'll get in the Pels. they got a tough game tonight against the, uh, against the, the Celtics. Uh, and, of course, Sean Payton as well, which, again, this thing's going to be heating up. Uh, by next time Next time we're on next week, uh, he will have a chance to be able to um, interview uh, with, again, some of these teams. We'll get into that as well. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Uh, of course, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in City. We're at Steak and Martini Night tonight. Francesca by Katie's, where, again, you got to get down there, enjoy the family meals, fantastic menu for you. That includes, again, St. Louis-style sandwiches, but, of course, uh, New, all the New Orleans favorites as well. Uh, and, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. Brand new menu. They've they've reshaped the menu over at Bienvenue. Uh, and remember, all restaurants are available to have your have your next event. Uh, Scott will cater your next event again, whether you have a venue or 
again, you're looking for a spot, SCOT at KDSMidCity.com is how you get in, uh, in touch with Scott directly. And, of course, uh, today's program uh, is proudly sponsored by the Katie's family of restaurants. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your next air conditioning system or heating system, call Burkhardt. Look, at least let them give you a price. That's all I'm asking. There are a lot of air conditioning companies out there. Maybe, again, you've utilized those in the past. Uh, when you're, you're making that type of a purchase, make sure you have a company that's going to be there before and after the sale, but also a company that's going to stand behind their work. We'll never gouge you, never cheat you. And, again, uh, that, again, they uh, have, have set the standard when it comes to 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig. I'm Eric Asher. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips, whatever you need. There's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. 10 westbound, your delays are solid for more leans to canal. And then delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. Look out for delays steady 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, your delays are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling along the North Shore and 12 eastbound from Madisonville to Covington. And look out for accidents Dumaine at North Carrollton, also Ferret at Valence and Napoleon at Magnolia. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. The, uh, Tony Piazza opened Southern Tire 41 years ago. That's right, 1972. You do not stay around that long in this town, again, again, uh, selling tires and, and repairing vehicles unless you're taking care of your customers. I can promise you again, Southern Tire will take care of you. Uh, Family-owned and operated, 1972. One-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. ASC certified technicians that, again, have the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership to make sure, again, your vehicle stays on the road. Also, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan areas. I'm talking about wheels and tires at the 30 inches. Hey, you can finance that as well. Rims, they got rims for you. And if you're getting into rims, they got a great selection of rims and also can fix your damaged rims as well. Folks, you want, you want a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or, again, your own personal vehicle. Hey, bring it on over to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle before you bring it to Southern Tire. Southern Tire, since 1972, owned by the Piazza family. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. And, of course, math, not my strong suit. It is 51 years for Southern Tire, not 41 years since 1972. And it even tells you even more, 51 years of, again, taking care of New Orleans vehicles, uh, Southern Tire, Hickory, and Airline, and Metairie. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the city, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Hey, Scotty, before we jump into uh, Saints, uh, tell us about what you got going with the restaurant. I know everybody's excited about steak and martini night tonight at Katie's. Uh, give us a lowdown on some of the uh, great specials at Katie's and across the board at your three restaurants. Man, let me tell you, steak night, we have been getting phone calls all day long. So people are catching on to the $25 choice filet with a potato and martini for $25. That's, that's turning out, it's taking off again because, you know, we did it before the pandemic. Sure. And, uh, you know, we quit doing it, and the prices of beef went up so high. So we're uh, we're back to doing it. We've been getting calls all day. We've still got our $12 pizza night on Thursdays. And then our, our weekend specials, you know, we're doing a short rib again this weekend. The double-cut pork chop, seafood ravioli, seafood lasagna, which has turned out to be a, a big, big deal every week. Um, we do that every Friday and Saturday, and more and more people are coming to get that. Uh, you know, today's meatloaf, you know, I'm not sure if we have any left because we had a really busy lunch Beautiful. at both places, at, at both Francesca and uh, mm-hmm. Katie's. And Jimmy told me the it was even busy today, so that's really good. So, I mean, you know, all of our fresh seafood, um, we had a meeting yesterday. You know, we get beautiful, beautiful redfish. 
And, uh, you know, we do the redfish NOLA. But mm-hmm. I want to start trying to get in different fish. The problem is the prices have gone up so much that it's hard to get really good fresh fish at a decent price that we can sell, you know, right. like under $30, under $28. So, um, you know, I'm trying to do some other fish. But, you know, we'll be getting soft-shell crabs. You know, we have some of those right now. Um but, you know, the pizza night, I mean, we need to get everybody back for $12 pizza night. That's the best deal in town. That, that is the best deal in the city. Are you kidding me? It really is. You know, and I had some of our pizza today, and, I, and I'm telling you, they're doing a good job making the dough and, you know, and all the ingredients we put on a pizza. I mean, there's nothing skimpy mm-hmm. about our pizzas. No. You know, and, and a I'm lot of people winning. come I'm... in for the, the pick-a-pasta deal at Katie's. Oh, I love it. People come in and get that. Yep. um, That's my favorite dish. You know that. I love the picky uh, pastas. You know, know, we're we're starting to do a lighter sauce. We're going to do a brothy sauce. Mm -hmm. We're going to do reductions and and do like chicken broth. And, you know, we're going to, so I mean, we're we're having some fun with it, man. We're doing some new things. And like like you've been promoting, you know, we've changed the menus quite a bit. Especially brunch on Sunday, man. We, you know, our French yep. toast. You got to try my French toast recipe, man. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm trying to stay away from French toast right yep. now, but yeah, I love French toast. Really, really Are you kidding good. me? Yeah, it's good. French toast and pancakes, my weakness. Oh yeah, we got good ones too. Really good. Yep, ones. no doubt. I mean, look, it, it, it's an event. It's a dining event to go to Katie's, yep. okay, and especially Sunday brunch. Which again, uh, you know, I mean, if you're a New Orleanian, uh, and New Orleans loves Sunday brunch, okay, you've got to. If you haven't tried, you've got to try Katie's Sunday brunch. You've got to try it. Uh, again, yeah. you'll be glad you did because it's an event. It really I is. See a lot you know, of people new faces in there mm-hmm. every week, but uh, you got to remember Katie's for brunch, guys. Cause I don't see a lot of the faces we used to see for some reason before the pandemic, but we see a lot of new faces, and it's uh, it's doing great, man. Really is my manager no. doing an incredible job. Agreed. You know, Scott, you still looking for employees as well? I mean, again, uh, I've always said, get a job at Katie's, and you have an opportunity not to, play, to be able to work at a fun place to work, but also an opportunity to advance. And that's what you want to do yeah. in this business. You want to learn the business and be able to advance. Are you, are you still hiring? Uh, yeah, we're always hiring. We just promoted uh, a young man who's been working for us for about six months. He's a great waiter, and we just promoted him to management. So, you know, once again, we he's, uh, he's going to do a great job for us. Beautiful. And Beautiful. I thought about promoting him to offensive coordinator. Yeah, OC for the Saints? Yeah, I'm going to leave that to uh, to um, Kevin Peters. He's my guy for offensive coordinator. Now, you've been touting him to me for the last two weeks. Tell me, uh, again, I had to go look him up. I know who he is now. But for the audience, tell him who he is and why you think he should be elevated to offensive coordinator. He's a young man that I've gotten to know. He's been the head coach assistant, I don't know, for the past 10 years. Under Peyton and now D.A. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, you know, whenever I talk to him, we never talk about the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, we don't talk about the goings on with the Saints, you know, because I don't ever want to ask him questions. I'm very careful when I talk to the coaches about asking them questions about their job. But sure. he is just such a great offensive mind. 
he talks about Austin. He talks about, you know, we, we talk a lot about college football and, you know, LSU and, and, and the quarterback situation and, you know, and what and, and how, you know, RPOs should be run. And, and, I mean, I just, you know, he stood behind Peyton and now D.A. for all of those years. I mean, why not offer him? You know, they did it with Joe Brady at LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was on the Saints. I mean, he's just a smart young guy. And that, that's to me, is what's going on in the league. You hire smart young guys that, that you know, will be fearless in calling plays. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think a guy like Kevin Petrie would work. I do. All right, let me ask this I mean, question. I want to play devil's advocate for a moment. Again, if, uh, and I do believe there's going to be a change at offensive coordinator. Um, uh, how do you sell that to the fan base without maybe getting a splash guy, okay, and say we're elevating from within uh, and, and, and instead of maybe like a Kingsbury or someone like that who, again, may be a splash guy that you could come in and might get the fans excited. How, how, how do you do that? Well, you got to sell it just like I sell just like I sold him. He's a bright young man with a future in the league, in my opinion. And uh, he and I have not had this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I'm just thinking about Kevin. And I keep thinking about it. I see him standing there every game. And, right. you know, the only reason I'm talking about this is because, you know, the, the truth is, you know, we all knew that Carmichael really had to be talked into taking this job. Exactly. I think that that's kind of it's knowledge you know it, it it's something that you know i've heard in many many places so i mean you need to have somebody that may really want that position mm-hmm. and you know would kingsbury want to come to to the saints which you know they've been struggling on offense you know don't have that many weapons it doesn't seem like i mean we've got andy dalton who i'm a fan of you know, and everybody's been really hard on Andy Dalton. I mean, you got to think about the players around him. They're the ones that – Well, the biggest problem was the offensive line, and that's what they've – that's got to be the number one thing they upgrade in the offseason. Offensive, defensive lines. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got – I mean, outside of quarterback, okay? Now, again, I think Dalton could be a bridge quarterback if you draft a young quarterback. Okay, I think you'd keep him as a bridge quarterback. I don't think that's an issue. Uh, but, again, if you're going to go out and get a free agent – that's a whole different situation. I think Andy, you know, he's older and he is a bridge right now. But I can tell mm-hmm. you this. If we get draft picks for Sean Payton, I would right. be thinking about going to get a quarterback in this draft. This draft doesn't have any quarterbacks. You know, unless you can get, say, a Bennett in the third or right. fourth round. You, you probably can. We talked about that you yesterday. Take a flyer on Bennett because you know he could be a Drew Brees. I mean, he, he looks like he's. He, he, I'm, I'm, we we must got. I don't know if you heard the show yesterday. We went through it all about him. You know, again, and and you know, just the intangibles that he brings to the table, and he reminds you a lot of Brees. The chip on the shoulder, everything else. I mean, uh, there are a lot of things when you look at those two guys. I'm not saying he's Drew Brees. Uh, but again, that they have a lot of the same qualities. He could be. Right now, I know, you'll know, you won't know. I mean, look, he's a guy who only threw 14 interceptions over the last two years. Uh, has thrown for what over, uh, I think over, over 7,000 yards over the last two years. 
Um, I'm just going off the top of my head. I have to look at the stats for the last two days. And he's won two national championships. Exactly. He's won everywhere he's been. He won in high school, he won at junior college, and he won, he won at Georgia. You know, and he reminds me a little bit of Baker Mayfield, except Baker Mayfield had 24 coaches. I don't think Baker Mayfield has fair shot yet. You know, and right. you know, it's like, do I think? Well, I certainly don't want Baker Mayfield because I, I just don't think he's an accurate quarterback. And I, I think mean, the number one you think you need for with, with a quarterback is accuracy, then arm strength. Okay, but well, you need accuracy. Yeah, you're breaking up, Scott. We, we, we really can't hear you. Say again. I don't know why that's happening, Eric. It's yeah, I don't know either, but it's all right. Just, we, we'll work through it. Um, how about now? But, um, now the perfect. Sound great. Okay. Sound fantastic. So I don't think that we should go get one of these retread quarterbacks. I think yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Scott. John, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't want to put out all that money for a retread right now. And I think a lot of it depends on, first of all, what are you going to do offensively? What is this offense going to look like next year? So, again, what's the vision for the new offensive coordinator? You keep a DA, okay? Uh, I believe that one of the defensive coordinators is going to leave. There should be just one defensive coordinator next year. And then if I'm Dennis Allen, I'm letting my defensive coordinator call the plays next year, okay? I want to focus on being the head coach of the team. And I think that was a shortcoming this year, him having to be able to worry about the defense when he already had two defensive coordinators. So I think one is going to go, one is going to stay. And then you have to figure out what you're going to do offensively. And, and then, then you make your decision. Then that, that will lead to your quarterback on what you're going to do there. So we'll see how, the, how that plays out. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that, how that goes. Let's grab a quick call before we, we run yeah. out of time. Our, our friend Ned in Metairie is on, on the line. Ned, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Ned. I'm, I'm doing fine, gentlemen. I thought I could make it four years without calling in and hearing myself, but today's <laughs> conversation with you two guys <laughs> got me off my butt. Can I go back to LSU for a second? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so let me first say, uh, I'm going to preface my comment in saying I'm like everybody else. I don't want to lose Walker Howard. But as far as uh, as far as this world that we're living in now, I'm not looking at 2025 or 2024. The object is to win now. Right. I mean, we we have a four-star quarterback coming in this year. We have a five-star quarterback coming in next year. And including me, probably not five percent of the LSU people can even tell you what his name is. Agreed. And 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 we need to get over this crap about losing local people. If it wasn't Walker Howard, part of the Howard family, part of the LSU legacy, and you thought about it realistically, and you thought about bringing in Joe Burrow and winning a title, bringing in a kid from Arizona who single-handedly carried this team before he even learned how to, to run the passing offense. Uh, do you want to go into next year? Do I want to go into next year with this guy who is not going to get worse? He's not going to forget how to run. He, he passed the ball better. And do I want to have a backup who now I have confidence in like Nussmeyer? Or do mm-hmm. I want to go into next year with this, this running quarterback and have a guy who hasn't played in a damn SEC game backing him up so we need to get over this nonsense about losing somebody because again if he wasn't a louisiana kid this wouldn't this would not be so emotional there is no emotion involved with this with this coach if you lose nussmeyer you have a different story then you go out he's going to go out and pick up some backup quarterback from somewhere that can manage right. the team in the portal but you cannot you cannot allow yourselves to fall into a rut 
or weren't about three years from now in this day and age. Coaches play to win now. Right now we're going into next season with a proven Heisman Trophy possibility and a backup mm-hmm. quarterback that could throw the hell out of the football. And Walker Howard is going to be a forgotten name no matter where he goes. So I wanted to make that point because I mm-hmm. don't get caught up in this Louisiana emotion as much as right. I don't want to lose Walker Howard. By the well, way, Colin Hur- Hurley is the uh, I, is the five-star that's coming in in 2024. Yeah, Go ahead. Ned, I agree with everything you said except the local guy thing. This isn't about him being a local five-star player. This is about him being the best quarterback recruit that LSU's had in a long, long time. It doesn't matter where he's from. I don't care whether he's from here, Texas, California. The bottom line is we're losing him. And I do agree with the fact that it's a day and age where they have to win now. My problem with Jaden Daniels is we saw pretty much what he could do last year. So and I wanted, to, I wanted to go, and, and hopefully he'll get better throwing the football. He'll get more confident throwing the football. That's Scott, can I say something? Concern. Scott, can I yeah, say something? Yeah, go ahead. I agree with you. You always make comments about, but you have to take into consideration what's the surrounding him, surrounding a quarterback. Exactly. They yep. had no running back this year, Scott, that was of SEC starting caliber. None. They had yep. limited. They had limited results in their receiving core because Booty didn't play. They had two offensive linemen that are pure freshmen, and they rotated the rest of the line. They had a freshman tight end. They were limited on offense. He carried the team. So he he. If you if you're going to go by the philosophy of what's around him. There's no better example than what was surrounding Jaden Daniels for the first six or seven games of this year and how he performed. So I I don't want to lose a guy that's a proven winner, and I don't want to lose a guy who's the backup who's ready to step in and we're going to be confident that he can take that position. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose a five-star quarterback, but we have one coming in next year. So uh, that's the game we play now. So yeah, I, agree. Wanted to, I, I wanted to make that, that comment. And I, and we I appreciate, appreciate the phone call. Much. Thanks, Vince. You right, got buddy. it, bud. I'll, well, take, I'll take You know what? It's you too, bud. Thank you. No, true voice of reason there. We got about two. I got about a minute and a half left. So go ahead. And why don't you get your great, point in, Scott? It was a great voice of reason, and I appreciate that, Ned, because I mm-hmm. am emotional right now. There's no doubt. No, I know. We all are. And I'm just hoping Jaden Daniels. And the only thing he said, they do have a lot of receivers and had a lot of receivers besides right. Booty on the team last year. Absolutely. Jaden Daniels wasn't throwing the ball to. He's got to get better in the middle of the field. He's got to get better in the middle of the field and throw the football. There were and receivers throw guys open. running open all year long that he didn't no. see. You know, and, and part of that was because he was running for his life. I get it. Yep. But later in no, the season, I get it too. he was missing receivers, and we were losing games because of it. There but you go. Scotty, we, 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 we're, at, we're, at that, we're at that break point. I got 30 seconds. It's all yours, my friend. Uh, you, you have the floor. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a chance to talk about UNO or, or, or the Pelicans or anything. Hope we will oh, pick yeah, that we up next week. UNO's on a roll too, man. They got two very important road games this week. They are on a roll, but the, the Walker Howard thing got me off. 
screw yeah, up. Yeah, I know it did. Everybody, but anyway, watch you and no basketball, guys, and the Pels are going to beat the Celtics tonight. Uh, oh, you put your money on that, bud? No, I quit betting. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even get to that, Eric. I didn't even get to that, Eric. This yeah. It cost me a small fortune Sunday not winning it. There you go. There you go. And All I was right, bud. infuriated with the Saints Sunday, believe me, and I still am. Oh, no. Thanks as always, Brad. There you go. Scott Craig. I'm Eric Ash. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. 
4-4. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13579. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La, 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency. All over Bree's car clips right on your vent. You know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks to Mike Scarborough, uh, Sean Wazan, and also Scott Craig for joining us. Thanks to the Katie's Family of Restaurants for our, uh, being our title sponsor. Thanks to all of our sponsors who sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. As always, please uh, support our sponsors, and we thank you for supporting those sponsors as well. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, it is um, All Access with Ken Trahan, Ross Jackson, and Loyal Women's Basketball Coach Kelly Kennedy are his guests. Uh, so, uh, as always, see you tomorrow on, on the TV at 1, back on the radio at 4. Thanks to Rudy back at the studio. I'm Eric Asher. From the dog cat to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.